Attention! This makes absolutely no sense. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sanders Facts. Hey, yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome in to the latest edition of the Xander's Facts podcast. I am, of course, the aforementioned Xander. We are on episode 44 of the Xander's Facts podcast here on December 8th, 2021. Thank you all for listening. And remember, if you like the Xander's Facts podcast, if you think you're going to like the Xander's Facts podcast this week, follow, download, rate, review, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You all know the drill. Spread the facts. Tell all your friends. Xander's Facts Podcast. And plus, if you haven't listened to any of our past episodes, you better go do that because you don't want to miss any facts that we've got. Last week, we had emergency facts. That was awesome. Goose and Amy Awesome joined us this week. Xander's flying solo because we've got college football to talk about this week. It is bowl season, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we're talking about. So sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But we are because it's that time of the year. We're into December. College football's regular season is over. The conference championships were last week. So now it's the greatest time of the year. The most wonderful time of the year. It's bowl season. Everyone loves bowl season. There are 42 bowl games. It is absolutely incredible. Seriously? And of course, those include the college football playoff, which are probably the only games you care about. But we're going to get to those later on because the college football playoff semifinal games We now know who's going to play in them. We know who's in the playoff. Those games don't take place until the end of the month. So this week, we're going to talk about the 40 bowl games that are not playoff games. While we're going to save our college football playoff talk for the end of the month. Because those games take place on New Year's Eve. So we'll get to those at a later date. But this week, we are talking about bowl games. But before we do that, we've got other college football stuff to talk about. Because... As we mentioned last week, the coaching carousel is going bonkers. Oh, yay. And it is still rolling along from last week. Last week, remember when we left off, we had Oklahoma and Notre Dame both searching for head coaches, like two of the biggest jobs in the country, after their previous coaches left for USC and LSU. Well, last week, Notre Dame found out who their next head coach is going to be. Their defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, was promoted to the head coaching position at Notre Dame. Freeman has never been a head coach, but he was regarded as one of the top coordinators in college football last season and was a candidate for other head coaching jobs. And safe to say, Notre Dame kind of likes their hire. They're kind of like, Brian Kelly, you're get out of here. Rude. We like Marcus Freeman. They're pretty happy. We'll see how that goes. But... On Sunday, Oklahoma announced that they had found their new head coach. They had hired Clemson's defensive coordinator, Brent Venables, to be their new head coach. And like Freeman, Venables has never been a college head coach, but he has been one of the top defensive coordinators in the country for a couple years now. He had the highest assistant coach salary in all of college football last season. He made $2.5 million. Venables has had a ton of offers over the years to become a head coach. Like last season, Auburn offered him their head coaching job. He said, no thanks. He stayed at Clemson to find the right offer, and he found it in Oklahoma because he had previously been on the Oklahoma staff. He was a defensive coordinator for the Sooners starting in 2004 until 2011 when he went to Clemson, and he was on staff beginning in 1999. 
So Oklahoma hopes that they found their next guy. Police! But we got a new opening in college football on Monday. Because on Monday, it was announced that Oregon's head coach Mario Cristobal would be heading to South Florida to become the next head coach at the University of Miami. And while that seems like a big move, all you're like, what just happened? There had been rumors for weeks that this would happen. Cristobal played for Miami back in the early 1990s, and he still has family in South Florida. However, there is something controversial about this hire, because the way he was hired is kind of being looked at as, come on, really? Because there had been rumors going on for a couple weeks now that Mario Cristobal was talking with Miami. However, Miami has had a head coach in those last few weeks. Manny Diaz has still been the head coach at Miami. And he was only fired on Sunday night when Miami knew that they had a deal with Cristobal. Of course, that search seemed extremely chaotic and messy from the outside because Miami currently has no athletic director because their athletic director was fired earlier in the football season. So it's been higher-ups who have been working on that with Miami while they're also trying to find an athletic director. And it looks like Clemson's athletic director... Dan Radakovich is expected to become Miami's new athletic director. Plus, Ugh. Miami is betting big on Cristobal. They are spending $9 million to buy out Cristobal of his current contract with Oregon, and they're giving him an $8 million salary. Plus, Miami has to pay Manny Diaz $8 million to buy him out of his contract, and they're reportedly giving Mario Cristobal the largest assistant staff budget in the ACC, higher than Clemson, higher than Florida State, higher than Virginia Tech, higher than anybody. So, yeah, they were. That was their backup plan. If Cristobal didn't work out, they wanted to say, "Manny, could you stay, please?" I mean, we talked with this other coach, but we we don't want him anymore. He said, "No, we want you." Like, really? Come on, that's a little silly. So, whether it works out for Miami is unknown because Mario Cristobal is going to be the next head coach at Miami. But considering Cristobal's record as a head coach is 62-60, and 60, and in the last three games that Cristobal coached at Oregon, they got blown out twice by Utah? I don't know. But with the occasional spurt, Miami has been middling in the ACC for the past 20 years or so, since they were the big dog in college football back in the 90s and the early 2000s. So... We'll see if this works, because this is a brand new investment by the university. They're finally investing in the football program down in Miami. So we'll see if that'll bring Miami, the Canes, back to the limelight. The U. What are you talking about? I hope they'll be good, because that's good for the ACC. But will they be better than Virginia Tech? Mm, No. So the coaching carousel is winding down, but there are still a couple of jobs open, like Temple, Duke, and of course, Oregon. Oregon's now got to find a new head coach, because their head coach left. Those are a couple of the notable jobs that are open right now. Also open is another ACC school in Virginia because their head coach, Bronco Mendenhall, surprisingly stepped down just a few days after losing to Virginia Tech in their rivalry game. And something interesting that I found, just days after Virginia Tech's men's basketball team played Maryland and won, they beat Maryland, Maryland's men's basketball head coach, Mark Turgeon, also stepped down. So in the same week, Two head coaches in two notable college sports stepped down just after losing to Virginia Tech. How about that? I mean, Hokies! But with that out of the way, 
Let's get to this season's college football bowl games, because, of course, that's what you're all here for. You're like, oh, my gosh, the Texas Camellia Bowl. Let's go. This is going to be amazing. Huh? Because you all are missing bowl season, because COVID disrupted all of last season. A bunch of bowl games were canceled. A bunch of teams opted out. But this season, bowl season is back. There are 42 bowl games spread out over the next couple of weeks. And now that may be too many. But if football's on, people are going to be watching. And how do I know that? Because you all just made fun of me for celebrating the Camellia Bowl. But last season, 2.1 million people watched the Camellia Bowl on Christmas Day. So yeah, there you go. And that 42 number, 42 bowls, includes the college football playoff semifinals, which are being played on New Year's Eve this year. And the national championship game is not counted in that. That is being held on Monday, January 10th. And of course, we'll have another podcast at the end of this month where we break down the playoff games and then we'll have another one for the national championship. We're going to get to all that. But before we get to all the bowl predictions, because I'm going to be picking all the bowls, 40 of them, we're going to get to them. I went four and six on my conference championship picks last week, which is kind of disappointing. Oregon, Oklahoma State, Georgia, I thought they were going to win. They failed a bunch, well... Oregon just collapsed, or Oklahoma State got stopped on the goal line, and Georgia just could not handle Alabama, which I don't know. Looking back on it, it was like, why were we doubting Alabama? But there you go. But Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Michigan, I thought they were going to win. They did, and two of those teams are in the playoff. They won their conference championship games. But this season, so far, not counting these bowl games, I have gotten 73% of my college football predictions correctly, 198 wins, 75 losses, I'd say that's a pretty good job. So let's get into the bowl games because this season's bowl games begin a week from this Friday. So yeah, next week is when they begin. Well, we're going to give out my predictions this week. And the reason there are so many bowls, you're asking, why are there 42 friggin' bowl games? No one cares. Because every FBS team that got six wins this season gets into a bowl game. And since there are actually more teams this year that won six games than there were bowl slots, they had to add a new bowl game like a week ago what so without further ado let's get to this year's bowl games including the four non-playoff new year six bowl games we're gonna get to those all of our rankings use the college football playoff rankings that were released on sunday and all of the times of the games are in eastern time so get ready let's start with the bahamas bowl everyone loves the bahamas i guess the location is pretty cool it's the bahamas But Middle Tennessee is playing Toledo Friday, December 18th at noon on ESPN. I guess I'll take Toledo. I mean, they get to go to the Bahamas. That's pretty cool. The Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. Tail Greeter, I don't know what that is. Northern Illinois takes on Coastal Carolina in Orlando on Friday, the 18th at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. These are actually two pretty good teams because Northern Illinois won the MAC. Coastal Carolina is looking to get to 11 wins in this game for the second straight season. But I don't care because I got Northern Illinois winning the game. And that Tail Greeter Cure Bowl, that is just the first of many sponsors that you will have no clue who they are only because they sponsored a bowl game. Somehow. Get that dough! Like the next one because on Saturday the 18th at 11 a.m. on ESPN, it's the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Western Kentucky takes on Appalachian State in Boca Raton. And Western Kentucky actually averaged 43.1 points per game this season. That was second best in the country. Fact, Nugget! While Appalachian State was in the Sun Belt Championship game, they lost to Louisiana 
This game will actually probably be fun to watch. Roofclaim.com! But the Mountaineers will win. Appalachian State's going to win. And now, heading to New Mexico, it's the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. Yes, PUBG, you've probably never heard of it, unless you're an avid gamer, because PUBG is a video game. UTEP, the University of Texas, El Paso, has taken on Fresno State from Albuquerque on Saturday, December 18th, 2.15 p.m. on ESPN. UTEP UTEP is making their first bowl game since 2014, while Fresno State just lost their head coach. He's going to Washington. I'll take UTEP to win. A sure thing. The Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl is on Saturday the 18th at 3.30 on ABC. UAB takes on number 13 BYU from Shreveport, Louisiana. Of course, everyone's going to choose BYU like they're playing UAB. They're the 13th ranked team, and that's what you get for being an independent. Okay, BYU. But UAB is a good team. But I will take BYU, but it's going to be close. The Lending Tree Bowl is from Mobile, Alabama on Saturday the 18th at 5.45 on ESPN. Eastern Michigan takes on Liberty. Both these teams 7-5 and five on the year. Liberty has lost their last three games, and ain't no way I am picking that school. Nope. I will take Eastern Michigan. Sorry about it. And now, 7.30 p.m. on Saturday the 18th on ABC, it is the Jimmy Kimmel... LA Bowl, presented by Stifle, Utah State and Oregon State from Inglewood, California at the brand new stadium for the Rams and the Chargers in Los Angeles. Jimmy Kimmel gets his own bowl game. No one cares. Utah State is coming off a Mountain West Conference championship, though, but Oregon State is actually favored, but not in my book because I'm going with Utah State to win. Heading over to New Orleans on Saturday the 18th, 9.15 on ESPN, the R plus L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Number 23, Louisiana takes on Marshall from New Orleans. Louisiana just won their second straight Sunbelt title, but they are now without their head coach, Billy Napier. He is heading to Florida. With that, I will take Marshall in the upset, even with the game in Louisiana. I don't care. Marshall's going to win the game. If you say so. The Myrtle Beach Bowl, presented by Tax Act, is at 2.30 on ESPN on Monday, December 20th. It's Old Dominion. The Monarchs are taking on Tulsa from Conway, South Carolina. Definitely not the best game out there, I'll say that. But Old Dominion won its last five games this season. After starting the season 1-6, and six, I will take them to win their sixth game in a row. The Monarchs of Old Dominion are going to win. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl is on Tuesday, December 21st at 3.30 on ESPN. It is Kent State and Wyoming from Boise, Idaho. And I'm pretty sure the winner of this game just gets like a ton of french fries as their award. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl! Wyoming's gonna win. Yum! And now it's time to get hungry because the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl is taking place on Tuesday, December 21st at 7.30 on ESPN from Frisco, Texas. It's the University of Texas San Antonio taking on number 24 San Diego State. UTSA, if you'll remember, was in the playoff rankings a couple times because they were undefeated. They lost one game. These are two of the best group of five teams matching up this season. San Diego State just lost the Mountain West Championship, but they do have the best punter in college football, Matt Ariza, if you haven't heard of him. He has averaged 51.37 yards per punt this season. 
That is the best in college football, and it is also better than any punter in the NFL. So remember his name. Gash facts. But UTSA was only a game away from an undefeated season. They just won the Conference USA. I will take UTSA, the Roadwaters, to win. What a Tuesday night it'll be. I know you won't be doing anything else except for watching the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Because then on Wednesday, the 22nd at 8 o'clock, it's the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Ooh, Missouri takes on Army from Fort Worth, Texas at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Army runs the option on offense, and Missouri ranks 120th in the country in yards allowed per carry. Yikes! So Army's offense is going to be rolling, and it's not going to be close. Sorry, but Army's going to win. The Frisco Football Classic between North Texas and Miami, Ohio from Frisco, Texas, is on Thursday, December 23rd at 3.30 on ESPN. And this is the game that did not exist just a few weeks ago. They just added a new bowl game, and it's a good thing they did because now we get to watch North Texas and Miami, Ohio, two six and six teams. Oh my gosh, what a game. Of course, I know you don't care, but North Texas is going to win. And then later on that night, at 7 o'clock on ESPN on Thursday the 23rd, it's the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. UCF takes on Florida in Tampa, Florida. But of course, this is not the same UCF team under Scott Frost that went undefeated, beat Auburn, who it was in the Peach Bowl or whatever. They went 8-4 and four this season. But Florida has not been doing well this season. They barely made it to their ball game. And Billy Napier, their new head coach, is not coaching this game. I will take UCF to win in Tampa. And then, Friday, December 24th, 8 o'clock on ESPN, what better way to spend your Christmas Eve than by watching the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, two six and six teams battling it out, Memphis and Hawaii from Honolulu. That was terrible. I guess I'll just go with Hawaii because they got the home field advantage. But wow, I mean, would you rather spend your Christmas Eve doing anything else? The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Amazing. And then on Saturday, December 25th, Christmas Day, 2.30 p.m. ESPN, it's the Tax Act Camellia Bowl, Georgia State, Ball State from Montgomery, Alabama. Nothing says Christmas Day like the Tax Act Camellia Bowl, I will tell you that, because actually, Georgia State is making their third straight bowl appearance after they became an FBS team in 2013. That's pretty crazy. I will take the Panthers of Georgia State to beat Ball State. The Quick Lane Bowl is on Monday, December 27th at 11 a.m. on ESPN. Western Michigan takes on Nevada from Detroit, Michigan. Nevada's head coach, though, Jay Norvell, is heading to Colorado State. And Western Michigan actually has a three-point win over this season's ACC champions in Pitt. So if you're wondering where the one loss from Pittsburgh came this year, it was Western Michigan. Nice fact. So I'll take Western Michigan to beat Nevada in the Quick Lane Bowl. Then... Support the troops. It's the Military Bowl presented by Paraton. Paraton. Boston College takes on East Carolina from Annapolis, Maryland on Monday, December 27th at 2.30 on ESPN. Boston College just signed their head coach, Jeff Hathley, to a long-term extension, while East Carolina's head coach, Mike Houston, his name is coming up in a couple of those open head coaching gigs. So I will, he might not even be there. So I will take Boston College, ACC, to win the game. And then moving on to Tuesday, December 28th, 
It's the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Oh my gosh, the closest thing we have to the Bourbon Bowl. It's number 20 Houston taking on Auburn in Birmingham, Alabama at noon on ESPN. But since Auburn lost their quarterback, Bo Nix, their offense just has not looked that great except for that Alabama game. But they didn't even score that many points in that game. So I will take Houston, even though Houston's head coach, Dana Holgerson, is 2-6 and six in bowl games. I don't care. Houston's going to win the game. And then, because we supported our troops, now we've got to support our first responders because it's the Surf Pro First Responder Bowl. Jeez. On Tuesday, December 28th, 315 Eastern on ESPN, Air Force takes on Louisville in Dallas. Air Force is another team that runs the option. They ran the ball 87.5% of the time this season on offense. But ACC Louisville, I don't care. Air Force is going to win the game, and they're probably going to win it pretty handily. So, 20 bowls down, and now you all are like, good grief, Sander, why do you care about this? Well, football! Evil! Now, we're going to take a break, because that was exhausting, and you're all like, oh, those were terrible teams. Well, don't worry, because we're going in order of dates. You can kind of see this. We're going through December. So as we get into late December, when we're getting closer to January... We're going to start to get some good games, so don't worry. Thanks, goodness, that's over. Stay tuned. We're going to get some good bowl games, but we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we've got 20 more bowl games to talk about, plus the four New Year's Six games that are going on this season, and a little college football playoff talk. We'll talk about it coming up right here as the Zaders Facts podcast continues. Sanders Facts. Goose, what's your favorite type of cookie? I would have to say Starburst. Starburst cookies. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why we ask you any food opinions. I mean, <laughs> how exactly does that happen? How do you make a Starburst cookie? You yourself Starburst into a cookie with chocolate chips. Ew. With chocolate chips. So it's not just Starburst, it's Starburst and chocolate? Alright. That, that sounds uh It's like Skittles yeah. and MMs together. Those are good. Great. Um, no, because Skittles are fruity and MMs are chocolate. True. You can't combine those. Yeah, you That's can. a bad idea. Xander's facts. Xander's facts, y'all. I cannot believe you all are still listening to this, but here we go, because we've got twenty more bowls left. Break time is over. It's time for the second half of our college football bowl season predictions. Let's start on Tuesday, December 28th. It's 6.45 p.m. on ESPN. It's the AutoZone Liberty Bowl from Memphis, Mississippi State, and Texas Tech. Even though Mississippi State spent a couple of weeks in the college football playoff rankings, they only finished 7-5, but Texas Tech still has an interim head coach for this game, so I will take Mike Leach of the Bulldogs, start Vegas, to win the Liberty Bowl. And then it's the one that we all have been waiting for, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. You're welcome. UCLA, NC State, Tuesday, December 28th at 8 o'clock on Fox. Who knew that the San Diego County Credit Union had enough money to sponsor a bowl game as prestigious as the Holiday Bowl? Something fishy's going on there, but it actually should be a good game because UCLA has the shorter trip. They're just going down the road to San Diego. But I'm going to take NC State, the 19th-ranked Wolfpack, to win the game and get to their first 10-win season since Phillip Rivers was their quarterback 
back in 2002. Whoa. And then to wind up Tuesday, December 28th, 10-15 on ESPN. It's the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. West Virginia takes on Minnesota. That game is in Phoenix, and that game used to be known as the Cheez-It Bowl, but then Cheez-It decided to sponsor another game in Orlando that we're going to talk about, so now this is the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, so hopefully you got that straight. But it's also the first of three straight bowl games that's being played on a baseball field. This game is being played on the Diamondbacks field in Arizona. What a time to be alive! And this game might actually have less points than a typical baseball game because it's going to be defense heavy, but I will take Minnesota to beat West Virginia. And then, heading into Wednesday, December 28th, 11 a.m. on ESPN, it's the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Apparently, they're not talking about the Japanese food, they're talking about some company wasabi, I don't even know. But... This is the first ever edition of the Fenway Bowl. It's between SMU and Virginia in Boston. It's being played at Fenway Park in Boston for reasons, I don't know. It could be snowing. Why would they play a game of the snow? I don't know. I'd rather not pick Virginia. But with SMU's head coach Sonny Dykes leaving for TCU, I might have to. But I won't. I will never. Plus... The UVA basketball team just lost to JMU, James Madison, okay? (laughs) They're not having a good time. I don't care if it's Bronco Mendenhall's last game. SMU's going to beat UVA, and then it's the game we've all been waiting for. Bigger than the San Diego Crowning Credit Union Poinsettia holiday, I don't even know. This is the New Era Pinstripe Bowl from the Bronx, Yankee Stadium, Wednesday, December 28th, 2.15 on ESPN, Maryland and Virginia Tech, the greatest team in the history of teams, Virginia Tech. I mean, whoa! But seriously, though, it is an ACC reunion because this is the first time that these two teams are playing since 2013, after which Maryland left for the Big Ten, a bunch of babies. Goodbye. Maryland started the year 4-0 and before they dropped six out of their last eight games. And in those six games that they've lost this season, they lost by an average of 30.2 points. That's terrible. I'm putting all my trust in the Hokies and their interim head coach, J.C. Price. I'm going with Virginia Tech to win this game. And then it's the Cheez-It Bowl. The aforementioned Cheez-It Bowl between number 19 Clemson and Iowa State from Orlando on Wednesday, December 28th, 5.45 p.m. on ESPN. I actually had both of these teams in my college football playoff when the season started, back in my season preview, which feels like forever ago. So just a couple months ago. Instead... One of them is unranked, and they're both playing in the Cheez-It Bowl, so very disappointing. Two of the most disappointing teams this season, but Clemson's defense is still legit. They lost their defensive coordinator, Brett Venables, though, but I've got the Tigers doing just enough to win the game because Iowa State, like, I had you in the playoff! You finished 7-5! That's terrible! What is wrong with you? I don't know. Disrespectful! Clemson's gonna win that game, but then to round out Wednesday the 28th, 9.15 on ESPN, it's the Valero Alamo Bowl from San Antonio. It's the first top 25 matchup of bowl season two. Number 14, Oregon. Number 16, Oklahoma. Oregon has lost two of their last three games, and Oklahoma lost their coach, but they're bringing back former head coach Bob Stoops to be the interim head coach for this game. Plus, Oregon lost their coach too, so it's kind of like the battle of the interim coaches, I guess. But I do like Oklahoma. And Oregon has been kind of meh. Like, they didn't just lose to Utah. They got destroyed. Do better. So, I've got Oklahoma, and I 
think I got them big. Like, this game might not be that great. I think Oklahoma's going to stomp all over Oregon. Then we turn the page to Thursday, December 30th, 1130 on ESPN. It's the everyone's favorite, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, formerly known as the Belk Bowl. Everyone loved the Belk Bowl. But the game is still in Charlotte. It's North Carolina and South Carolina. Battle of the Carolinas! But North Carolina was a top 10 preseason team. They have been a huge disappointment. They went 6-6 six and six this season. South Carolina was not projected to be a bowl game this season in Shane Beamer's first year as head coach, but they went 6-6. Six and six. They're heading to a bowl game, and I think they're probably the only SEC team I could root for because Shane Beamer, I mean, hokey blood. What? I will take South Carolina to win that game over North Carolina. And then 3 o'clock on ESPN Thursday the 30th from Nashville, it's the trans-perfect Music City Bowl. Tennessee takes on Purdue. Tennessee may be 7-5 and five on their record, but their offense has put up 38.8 points per game this season. That is ninth best in the country. And Purdue only seems to do well against top-ranked teams like Michigan State, which Tennessee is not. So I've got the Vols. Tennessee is going to win the game. Plus, the game's in Tennessee. Not Knoxville, but Nashville. Pretty close. And then, 10.30 on ESPN, Thursday the 30th, it's the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Wisconsin takes on Arizona State in Las Vegas. And the Las Vegas Bowl, it was played at UNLV Stadium. But this year, it moves into a much nicer venue in the new Raiders Stadium. And I don't know about you, but I really don't want to see any more of this ground and pound Big Ten slugfest. We just won the game with 10 points. That's terrible. Morning, morning. So... I've got Herm Edwards. He's the head coach of Arizona State. I've got the Sun Devils winning the game in Las Vegas. And then we turn the page to Friday, December 31st. New Year's Eve, 11 a.m. ESPN, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl between number 17, Wake Forest, and number 25, Texas A&M. The game is in Nashville with the exception of of the win against Alabama. Texas A&M has just been meh this year, I guess. But the Aggies have only allowed 15.9 points per game this season. On the other hand, Wake Forest is fifth in the country for points per game with 41.2. So one thing has to give. That's a lot of numbers. But I think that Wake Forest's offense breaks through and wins the game. This is going to be Wake Forest's last big-time game probably for a while. They've got a good head coach. But they're an upper-class heavy team, so we're probably not going to see them in this position next year. Let's just say that. Then, noon on New Year's Eve on CBS, it's everyone's favorite, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Yes, it's called Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Washington State takes on Miami from El Paso, Texas. Miami's dealing with all those issues, but Washington State's been dealing with all that too because they had to fire their coach because he was being a dumb-dumb, wouldn't get the vaccine, He's gone, and their interim head coach, Jake Dickert, has now become their permanent head coach at Wazoo. So I will take the Cougars of Washington State to get the win and win Tony the Tiger. By the way, if you don't know who that is, that's the Tiger from the Frosted Flakes cereal, I guess. You know, in that commercials when he's yelling with Shaq about their grade or whatever? I don't even know. That was dumb. But then, New Year's Eve, 2 o'clock. It's the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Central Michigan, and Boise State. The game is in Tucson. I don't even know how you watch that game unless it's like something Barstool Sports, but I don't care about Barstool Sports. 
But Boise State failed to win their division in the Mountain West for the first time since 2016. However, they have pulled off a couple big upsets this season. So I will take the Broncos of Boise State to win the game. And then, of course, we've got the college football playoff semifinal games. Those begin at 3.30 on New Year's Eve. But we're not talking about those this week. New Year's Day, we've got some good games, though. Starting out with the classic Outback Bowl from Tampa at noon on ESPN2. It's Penn State and number 21, Arkansas. The Nittany Lions just lost their defensive coordinator, Brent Pry. My guy! Ya boy! Which may not sound big, but it is. And Arkansas was rolling earlier this season before they just fell off. But I do like Woo Pig Suey to win. I guess they win Outback Steakhouse food. I guess they get all you can eat. I don't know. That'd be pretty awesome, though. Yum. But Arkansas is going to win. The VRBO Citrus Bowl is at 1 o'clock on New Year's Day on ABC. It's number 15, Iowa. Number 22, Kentucky from Orlando. Iowa played in the Big Ten Championship game last week. They put up a grand total of three points. Oof. Yeah, their offense is just terrible this year. While Kentucky's offense has had 22 turnovers this season, which is not very good. But I do think that the Kentucky Wildcats are going to do just enough to pull out an ugly slugfest. I probably won't watch that because it's going to be ugly, but Kentucky's going to win. And then the final regular bowl game is the Tax Act Texas Bowl. I thought Tax Act already had one. I don't know. I guess you got to do your taxes because what is their Tax Act, Tax Slayer? They're all, they've all got this money now to sponsor bowl games, which kind of interesting. Not funny. But the Tax Act Texas Bowl has got LSU and Kansas State from Houston on Tuesday, January 4th at 9 o'clock on ESPN. LSU doesn't have Coach O anymore. Doggers! Oh, so sad. But this is the last game before the national championship on Tuesday, January 4th. Too bad it won't be very exciting, though. But I do like Kansas State and their running back, Deuce Vaughn, who has been very good this season. I think they'll win in Houston. So those are the regular bowl games, 36 of them. We just got through all of them. But now we've got four more to talk about. I don't think so. The New Year's Six Bowl games. There's six of them. Two of them are playoff games. We're going to talk about the four that are non-playoff games this year. Starting off on Thursday, December 30th at 7 o'clock on ESPN, it's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, number 12 Pittsburgh, and number 10 Michigan State in Atlanta. An interesting affair because Pitt's head football coach, Pat Narduzzi, is facing the team that he was the defensive coordinator for before he went over to Pittsburgh. Michigan State did beat Michigan this year. That's Michigan's only loss. But they also got blown out by Ohio State and lost to Purdue. So I don't even know. That's confused. I don't even know what to think about Michigan State. So I got to go ACC here. Kenny Pickett is a Heisman finalist, and I will choose Pittsburgh to win the game over Michigan State. The PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, ooh, number nine, Oklahoma State, number five, Notre Dame, from Glendale, Arizona, home of the Cardinals, on Saturday, January 1st, one o'clock on ESPN. It's Marcus Freeman's first game as Notre Dame's new head coach. South Bend is really excited about him. He is young. He was one of the best coordinators in college football this past season. They're thinking like national championships with this guy. We'll see about that. Hold on a second. But they really like him. This is going to be his first game in charge. And the Irish were only an Alabama loss against Georgia away from potentially making the playoff, which would have been pretty crazy. But 
They play in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl instead, and they face Oklahoma State, who just could not get it done against Baylor. Like, if you saw that game, they got stopped at the goal line. They were going to win, and they lost. So I think that the Irish are going to be fired up. Notre Dame is going to get that dub. It's the truth. And then the granddaddy of them all, Pasadena, California, the Rose Bowl game, presented by Capital One Venture X. It's Utah and Ohio State on New Year's Day, Saturday, January 1st, at 5 o'clock on ESPN. If you haven't noticed, though, Utah, they just played Oregon two out of the past three weeks, and they crushed them, as we've mentioned. But the talent advantage in this game is clearly on the Buckeyes' side. Their quarterback, C.J. Stroud, has impressed this season. But the Buckeyes did lose to Oregon earlier this season. So, where does that leave you? It doesn't make any sense. Well, I think I'll give the win to Utah. Utah's going to win the game in their first ever appearance in the Rose Bowl. How about that? Utah is going to win. And then the final New Year's Six Bowl game is the All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day, 845 on ESPN. Number seven Baylor takes on number eight Ole Miss. It's a top 10 matchup in New Orleans. Both of these teams have offenses that are going to be fun to watch, but the difference maker is going to be Ole Miss's quarterback, Matt Corral. He has been amazing this season. And in a back and forth high scoring shootout, I've got Ole Miss pulling out the win, the upset, some might say, in NOLA. So there you have it. The 40 college football bowl games, we just covered them all. You know who's going to win. So you can go on your little ESPN bowl game thing and pick all the bowl games. And when you get them right, they're going to be like, how'd you do that? And they were like, well, I listened to this podcast, Xander's Facts podcast. He got all the bowl games right. So I was like, well, I'll just put those in. So there you go. So at least just share half the winnings with me. That's all I ask. But there you go. I didn't ask that. All 40 bowl games, they begin next Friday. The bowl matchups were announced back on Sunday of this week when we also found out the four teams that will be playing in this season's college football playoff. As we mentioned, both of those semifinal games are going to be taking place on New Year's Eve. It's number four Cincinnati and number one Alabama. They will face off at the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic at 3.30 on New Year's Eve, followed by number three Georgia taking on number two Michigan in the Capital One Orange Bowl. That's interesting because it is Cincinnati and Michigan's first time in the playoff. And Cincinnati is the first group of five team to make the playoff. So how about that? But that's all I'll say about those games for now because once again, end of the month, we're going to do another podcast. We're going to talk about all those. And then after those games, the winners of those two games will face off in the national championship game. That's going to be in January. We're going to talk about that on this podcast as well, but don't worry, we're going to get to that. Tell me, tell me! But before we go, because we got all the bowl games wrapped up, also announced this week were the Heisman Trophy finalists, because the prestigious Heisman Trophy, ooh, the Heisman Trophy presentation is this Saturday at 8 o'clock on ESPN, and on Monday night, the four Heisman finalists were announced. The four players who are going to be heading up to New York for the ceremony. And those four players in college football this season are Bryce Young, the quarterback of Alabama, CJ Stroud, the quarterback of Ohio State, Kenny Pickett, the quarterback of Pittsburgh, and Aiden Hutchinson, an edge rusher from Michigan. So who's going to win? Well, it would be pretty cool 
if Aiden Hutchinson won because he'd be the first defensive player since fellow Michigan player Charles Woodson won it back in 1997, but that's probably not going to happen. Bryce Young is probably going to win it, but C.J. Stroud and Kenny Pickett, they were pretty good too, so that'd be pretty cool. Kenny Pickett would be the first player from the University of Pittsburgh to win the Heisman since Tony Dorsett won it in 1976. It's a fact. Of course, Ohio State's won it a bunch of times. Eddie George, Archie Griffin won it twice in the 70s. And then Alabama, they literally just won it last year. Devontae Smith, their wide receiver. Bryce Young, out of all those, though, probably has the best candidacy. So he's probably going to win. But still, I mean, there's a chance for Pickett and Stroud, I think. There's definitely an argument. So, that'll be interesting. The Heisman Trophy Ceremony, again, is 8 o'clock this Saturday night on ESPN. And there you go, because that's all I got for the podcast this week. I mean... Are we done yet? We just went through 40 bowl games, which start next week. I know you're going to be watching all of them, including the Hawaii Bowl on New Year's Eve. Thank you very much, of course. But there you have it. Now you know who's going to win all the bowl games. How about that? That's what we've got for episode 44 of the Xander's Facts Podcast. Thank you all for listening. And remember, if you liked all the facts, if you know every team I just said is going to win a bowl game is going to win a bowl game, remember, click that follow button on the podcast, download the podcast, rate the podcast, review the podcast, go on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Xander's Facts. And remember to tell all your friends about the podcast. Spread the facts, what we call it, Xander's Facts podcast we've got episode 45 coming up next week i have no clue what we're going to talk about but it's probably going to be something interesting so you might want to tune in next wednesday but that is a wrap on episode 44 of the zaders facts podcast so thank you all for listening and we'll be back with episode 45 of the zaders facts podcast next week